Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Uh, another loaded up show today. Lots of stuff to get to. But have you been feeling this? I certainly have. Uh, nice meme. Anytime you can use the Princess Bride in a meme, uh-huh. you've got a winning proposition there. Uh-huh. Uh, you got the six-fingered man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Daylight savings time. We've just sucked one hour of your life away. Mm. Do we have it? Do we have the meme for uh, the yeah, daylight yeah. savings time meme? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We got merchandise. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. Right there. Oh, We've yeah. just sucked one hour of your life away. See. Tell me, how do you feel? See, if you've seen the movie, <laughs> then you know. Makes total sense. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, well, Probably. the hell is wrong with you? Probably. Right. 1987, one wow. of the greatest movies of all time. That's a good one. Yeah. It's really good. We've only had 36 years to see it. So. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, isn't, are you proud of me for that? I am proud of you for that. Congratulations. I've seen it multiple times. Yes, me too. Quite, how, many, how many times? Quite a number. You? Okay, hold on a second. Do you think you've seen Princess Bride more or Groundhog Day more? And yeah, techni- it's te- pretty close. Technically, if you've seen Groundhog Day once, mm. you've kind of seen it like a dozen times. Yeah, technically. technically. <laughs> uh-huh. Which, uh, one, which one do you enjoy more? I love them both. It would be hard. You know, it's like picking between your, your children. I, I mean, oh, I, I've got that. That's easy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who's your favorite child? Oh, my gosh. That was the one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as you know, the economy under Joe Biden has been terrific. Rocking and rolling, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He's done a great job, hasn't he? <laughs> he has done a wonderful job. Uh, where are interest rates right now? They started at 2.9% when he took over. Mm-hmm. Under 3%. They're over 7% now. Yeah, they actually uh, are slipping down now thanks to this. They're, they're Coming down. Blame it on this collapse of okay. this bank here. What are they down to? I think 6.75 Oh, what savings I now. Know. What incredible. And you know what he'll do is to claim credit for that. Mm-hmm. Interest rates are down. We brought interest rates down. Did you? Uh-huh. You know what that means? I mean, we're talking since the beginning of your stinking presidency. The worst presidency in world history. Not just American history. <laughs> That's right. World history. That's right. <laughs> Man, he sucks, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, we've got the uh, second and third largest bank collapse uh, on his watch. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that, that, of course, is Trump's fault as well. You uh, he what? rolled back the banking res, uh, regulations. That's Trump's fault, too. Uh, you know what? I was reading the rollback of a certain provision of the Dodd-Frank bill, right? Mm-hmm. Barney Frank himself said, no, that rollback, that didn't cause this. Yeah, he's he says, I'm not Barney blaming. Frank said that? Yeah, I'm not blaming Trump for this. Oh, wow. Um, and so, I mean, it might... Integrity from Barney Frank? Are you well, sure? Well, I mean, he serves on the board of a huh. bank that benefited. But, oh, okay. but also, he's blaming crypto. He's blaming the FTX collapse, uh, which is not... That's, uh, you can't blame crypto, no, by the that's way. that's got nothing to do FTX. with it. Get out of here. Yeah, so anyway, that's what his... But uh, yeah, Democrats are saying they're blaming Trump conveniently. They're yep. not blaming Obama's DEI bullcrap that was put in place in these banks long ago. Yeah, no. No, they're not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had the two big bank collapse 
collapses over the weekend. Um, but yesterday, Joe tried to reassure Americans. Oh, good. Yeah. I like this. Today, thanks to the quick action of my administration over the past few days, mm-hmm. Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. <laughs> Treasury Secretary Yellen my word and the team of banking uh, regulators have taken action, immediate action. Mm-hmm. And here are the highlights. Okay. First, mm-hmm. all customers who had deposits in these banks can rest assured, I want to rest assured they'll be protected mm-hmm. and they'll have access to their money as of today. See? That includes small businesses across the country that bank there and need to make payroll, pay their bills, and stay open for business. Hmm. No losses will be, and I want, this is an important point, no losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Let me repeat that. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Instead, the money will come from the fees that hmm. banks pay into the deposit insurance fund. Oh. Because of the actions of that. Wow, that must be a big fund. Because of the actions that our regulators have already taken. How much is in that Every fund? American should feel confident that their deposits will be there okay. if and when they need them. Wow. Okay, so it's all going to come from FDI, FDIC insurance, apparently. That's what it sounds like. Uh, where? How much is in that fund that he's talking about? Yeah, that's a good question. How much? It's In order to make everybody whole, that's got to be hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars. Wow. I'd like to... And how is it that they haven't raided that fund if there is that kind of money in it? How have they not raided that for Social Security? <laughs> so Amazing. And you know they would. They'd raid it for whatever other special interest project they would have had going at any point in American history. If they had access to that kind of money, it would be gone. It'd be gone. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a great question. How much money is in this fund? I don't know if it's the same as I was reading that of the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar limit that apparently doesn't apply. No, it doesn't. Anymore, nope. Um, there is two hundred billion that would be covered uh, as far as deposits in the United States. Mm-hmm. So, like, if everybody got their two hundred fifty thousand dollars or whatever, um, but. If you take all of the deposits in the United States, it's nine trillion. So that means that one point six percent of deposits would be, in theory, covered by the FDIC. Oh my gosh! I, I just know. Uh, go for my that cash. I mean, gosh, that's what would happen. So I, I, but I don't know if that's separate than this fund that, that he was talking about. That I'm not sure. But if it is. Hell, one of those banks was at two hundred billion alone. The yeah. first one was over two hundred billion. Yeah, right. And then Signature Bank was up there as well. Um, this, uh, I mean, you get ready. This is this is going to be the pretense for a digital currency. No, he he just said everything's fine <clears throat> because due to the swift action of his administration. Oh, okay. Everybody's safe. But banks just, are fine. The banks are fine. Don't even worry about the well, banks. Hold on a second. I heard that there was a dozen smaller banks yesterday that they had to stop trading on because uh, it was looking pretty iffy for those banks. Nah, don't worry so, about the banks. The banks are fine. Due to the swift action of his administration. His administration. You know what I mean? So, hmm. yeah, the banks banks are good. I, I don't even know why you bring up the banks. <laughs> and I want to thank Senator Mark Kelly for trying to stop free speech. <laughs> Um, he was uh, thinking one of the solutions would be that, uh, what, on social media, you're not allowed to talk about uh, a run. Uh, they didn't want to cause a bank run. 
Yeah. So we should limit people's ability to talk. What are you talking about, man? What country is this? They're, they're talking about destroying whatever's left of what used to be America. That's what they're doing. That's what they want to do. That's what they're uh, working so hard to do. And really, they're succeeding in large measure. Yes. So, there you go. It's fun. After his speech, reporters tried to ask questions, <laughs> and that went like it usually does lately. Thank you. God bless you. And may God protect our troops. See you in California. Mr. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect all other banks to fail, Mr. President? Should all depositors be protected <laughs> at all banks? All right. Thank you, everybody. Um, in-town travel. Pool. Okay. All right. Immediately leave the room when you're done with your remarks because uh, we don't want you answering questions. All right? Yeah. You're old. You're feeble. Uh, you're compromised and you mentally. Suck. You just suck. And, yeah, you're just a terrible human being. So just turn around and leave. Ignore what they're saying. Don't stop at the door. Turn around. Say anything to anybody. Go out the door. <laughs> they got him really well trained right now. And he's ignoring uh, reporters pretty well. When was his last uh, press conference? Oh, I don't know. It's I, been a long time. It has been such a long, long time. time. Now, I can say this. Uh, you hear how he said at the end there, see you in California. Mm-hmm. Well, he was going out there for a fundraiser yesterday, and I did find this, that you know we're now at day 40 since the East Palestine, Ohio derailment. Uh, he says that uh, you know he'll get there at some point, but he, that's the only thing he's ever said. I'll get there at some point. And somebody put together a list of all the places he's been before he gets to East Palestine. He's been to Wilmington, uh, Syracuse, New York, DeForest, uh, Wisconsin, Tampa, uh, Lanham, Maryland. Bethesda, Germany, Poland, Ukraine, Poland again, Delaware again, Pennsylvania, Virginia Beach, Baltimore, Delaware again, Selma, Alabama, uh, Philadelphia, Delaware again, and now California last night. Wow. (laughs) He can't be bothered with going to East Palestine. No. Pathetic. Mm -hmm. This is pathetic. Uh, Also, after he spoke yesterday, former White House spokesperson Jen Psaki had interesting things to say on MSNBC. Listen to this. Uh, And that's what people need to hear from him. Now, it's important to note, President Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. He is a night owl. So the fact Uh that he is doing this at 9 a.m. anyway speaks to how uh, vital the White House recognizes it is for him to have his voice out there conveying that to the American public. Is that supposed to be a compliment? He does nothing at 9 a.m. He's a night owl. My ass, he's a (laughs) night owl. Get out of (laughs) here. I think she tried to cut. After she realized... How bad yeah, it sounded. It sounded very bad that he can't get up. You can't get up and get ready before 9 o'clock in the morning? Uh, yeah, he's a night owl. Yeah, that's the ticket. So what time does he <laughs> usually start work? That's fascinating. What, 10, 11? <laughs> President of the United States, when do you start work? <laughs> uh, if you go back to uh, the Ronald Reagan days, Reagan was up at like 6 in the morning running around doing things. Uh, getting his day started. Same with Bush. I think Clinton, Obama, they were all, they were certainly busy before 9 a.m. Now, Obama was rumored to quit right around 5. Hey, we, uh, in fact, you remember the Benghazi situation where they were talking about what was going on, and then he said, uh, yeah, okay, we'll deal with this, uh, and uh, we'll see you in the morning. And he went to bed. Went to bed. Mm-hmm. Back in uh, 2020, President Trump 
warned us uh, about the economy uh-huh. if Joe Biden got into office. Listen to this. All of this incredible job that we've done will go down like that. It will be a terrible, terrible sight. It might even be a 1929 situation, so you have a chance to have the greatest numbers in history. You're almost there. We're almost back to where we were from the standpoint of the stock market. Think of that. Uh, But you'll have a crash like you've never seen before. You put the wrong person in office, you'll see things that you would not have believed are possible. (laughs) Yep. Interesting. Wow. And here we are. Wow. Isn't it neat? Yeah, it is. That's great. Oh, by the way, you were talking about... uh, Joe Biden's For, obviously a night owl, right? Former presidents and yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and uh, um, Calvin Coolidge. Uh, they could look at the you other. Got to go back a ways there. Got to go back a ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, I'm mad at Calvin Coolidge. I'm jealous. He slept 11 hours a night. Wow. Joking that he couldn't mess anything up if he was asleep. <laughs> so you could look at Joe Biden that way, right? I mean. The, the, the longer he's in bed, uh-huh. the less that that guy can screw And, boy, he's already screwed yes. up a lot on sure the limited has. amount of time that he's uh, lucid. But 11 hours a night? How do you? I don't even know how. Wow. That doesn't even compute with me. No. <laughs> anyway, there you go. 11 hours. Right? That's crazy. I'm hung up on that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Over, uh, you know, I, and I guess it was 100 years ago, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to fathom that the president of the United States, the busiest man in the world, probably the most powerful man in the world. Hands off, man. Yeah. You know? Huh. <laughs> Interesting. But see, in the case, see, that's different, though. Calvin Coolidge loved this country. Yeah. And didn't want to screw with it and tinker it. He fixed the things. He lowered the taxes. He cut spending. Mm-hmm. Right. But after that, you know, just let, let America work. Unfortunately, with this president, He's not working that much during the day, but all of his Marxist handlers are. Mm-hmm. They're the ones with the levers of power. They're the ones that are turning the keys, cranking the engine, and, and running us off the side of the road deliberately. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, whatever. There you go. Fun fact. Uh, obviously, the global situation is getting worse and worse every day. Is Armageddon next? They, we certainly hope not. But you want to be prepared for it just in case, Right. I mean, you need some emergency food on hand. If if anything happens to the supply chain, what are you going to do? You don't want to be stuck with your family starving and depend on others. You want to be able to defend, depend on yourself to be self-reliant. And that's where, that's where My Patriot Supply comes in. They've got a three-month emergency food kit right now. When you when you buy it, you also get $200 worth of high-quality survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things start falling apart, when the grid goes down, and you have to fend for yourself. To see everything you get, uh, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. But your $200 bonus gear comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order so everybody in your family is well-prepared. Get... One for each member of your family, and you're set. It, you at least have that off your plate that you know your family can eat, if worse comes to worse, for three months. And then once you've got that down, maybe one day you consider a year's supply. Because what if civilization isn't back to normal in three months? And you're going to need more, right? So go to My Patriot Supply and enjoy free shipping right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there today before it's too late.
that grain is unleashed. Buffalo Wild Wings is getting uh, sued for uh, yeah. what is it? They're their sauce or what what are oh. they being sued for oh a guy says they're not oh buffalo. they're not they're not buffalo wings yeah they're uh, chicken wings so uh they're not wings yeah, yeah. right <laughs> right and they're not buffalo by the way uh so yeah they're they're chicken so i think that really should be the center of the lawsuit right there uh I think but that's what it is yeah i mean that's uh but they're not wings and uh, Buffalo don't have wings. I don't know if you're aware of that. So they can't be wings. That's our world, man. That's our world. <laughs> what a weird one we I live mean, in. it's worth a shot, right? I guess. To try to win something in court? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> also, the Madeline McCann, uh, Madeline McCann mystery continues. Apparently, uh, is this the one with the woman that supposedly grew up to be her? So she is that grew what, up to be her? Well, no, I mean, she so, was her the whole time, but she now she's grown up. She's what? Uh, 20, I think. Yeah. No, she's claiming that claiming. She, she thinks she's her. Yeah. Uh, the one who was um, kidnapped, British child, kidnapped in Portugal um, many years ago. Like 15 so years she ago. She has submitted a DNA test. And one thing that I read um, was uh, they they've determined that that I think they've determined that she, some investigator said that, yeah, she was sex trafficked, right? And that's what mm. this uh, mm-hmm. investigator said. And they're waiting for the DNA results. And if it comes back that she's British, then they're going to start working with Portuguese authorities. Um, so I, I don't know how they concluded that she had been trafficked. Because you remember the family said, her family in, in Poland said, we're not submitting to a dna test she's like okay whatever right. i'm going to and and the parents of madeline mccann have apparently submitted and so now i think we're just waiting on the results but i'm trying interesting to, yeah that uh she must really believe it if she submitted to a dna test oh yeah huh that's um, interesting yeah I, I i that would be great if it turns out it's her yeah it's better than uh, death yeah for sure well yeah uh, better than missing Man, can you imagine that? Like, I can't. It just, I can't. It is so. Uh, you hear these stories. It would also exonerate the parents who were under suspicion for a long time. You know, it's really hard. You lose your daughter, and you're now being cast as the villains. Just like in the Jean Benet Ramsey case with their with her parents. Uh, same thing happened there. Yeah. So here is the uh, here's the quote from. Uh, from a, uh, a private investigator. Okay, so this is the private investigator working for this woman who claims uh, to be Madeline McCann. Quote, we have a lot of evidence right now that shows Julia was definitely trafficked to Poland from another country by an international sex trafficking group. Hmm. Julia is definitely not the biological daughter of her parents in Poland. This is what the huh. investigator hired by this young woman claiming to be Madeline. Okay. So now we just wait for the hmm. DNA results and go yeah. from there. Keep an eye on that. Plot thickens. Uh, two new polls have revealed that the majority of Americans believe that doctors and pharmaceutical companies should be able to be held legally liable for potential harmful side effects that arise from minors taking puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. You think? Yeah. Uh, and are concerned about efforts to expose children to the transgender movement. Huh. Huh. 
In one poll conducted by McLaughlin and Associates in partnership with Summit.org, 71% of respondents said they believe pharmaceutical companies and doctors who promote puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones for underage children seeking gender transition should be legally liable for any harmful side effects that arise. Well, obviously. 29% said they shouldn't be held. So 71 to 29%. Split by different demographics, respondents across the board agreed that these doctors and companies should be held liable for harm. 72% of Republicans said these doctors and companies should be held uh, liable, compared to 59% of independents and 45% of Democrats. 35% of Democrats disagreed that they should be held legally uh, legally liable. You've even got this uh, far-left pope, um, many consider Marxist, in some uh, yeah. degrees. Yeah. Um, even he is saying that gender <laughs> ideology is one of the most dangerous, dangerous. ideological uh, yeah. colonizations. Of course, he had to get that word in there. But uh, that's interesting, right? That uh, yes. even he sees yes. how bad this <laughs> yes. is. And I thought this quote was was so simple yet so profound on Twitter by Woke Archive that said, there are no transgender children, only abusive adults. Nice. Yeah. Amen. I mean, seriously, yeah. that's a that's a good one. That's great. You can't even use the word transgenderism now, though, Pat. Um, just so you know, since Michael Knowles said that, um, you know, you should eradicate tra- transgenderism, and of course, it was flipped around that. Oh, you want to kill all the trans people in the world? No, the ideology is what he's talking about. Don't try to turn this around. So now, transgenderism, the word, is something that should be banned, according to the left, because <laughs> it's a hate. It's used in hate, and oh, shut up, go away. It's what they do. They just change the discussion, change the language, and move on. Uh, wow. Along those lines, here's a brave woman just speaking common sense about gender, yeah, I don't, which we rarely hear. I don't know if this is a TV show or an internet thing, but you know how they, they have those stupid things. You see they'll put tape down lines, and then you'll make statements, and you'll get try. You try to meet in the middle with someone that thinks differently than you. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not too familiar. If people know this show, then cool. But uh, yeah, this lady uh, just just she's just speaking common sense, which apparently is profound in 2023. I love this. Yeah. yeah. Trans women should be legally treated as women. Tell me why you're strongly disagreeing. Because I'm a molecular geneticist. Well, okay, so tell me, tell me what that, because I'm not a, I don't, I count on my fingers. I know nothing about genes. Being male or being female is a developmental process. You can't go backwards. Okay. So you can't change your sex. Like, you cannot do that. And the truth is that currently in California prisons and prisons in other parts of the country, mm-hmm. women are getting impregnated by other women, and there's just no way that I mean, this is against the UN. I, when after World War II, there was like a I don't remember what body came up with this um, statue, but it was against I, I believe it was the Hague. You, you cannot house female prisoners with male prisoners because they get raped, and that's happening today. And it's not in the news. It's not in the common news. Okay. But I know about it. So, so that's the argument. For, so you're, I just want to make sure I'm clear about this. So your argument is because you have 
domain-specific expertise as a molecular geneticist, and then the legal component of that is you're grounding that in your experience of what a man is and what a woman is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just... This bothers me so much. Well, that's why we're talking about it. I, yeah, I know. I just... My heart pounds, and I just... You know, I go to the women's... I go to the women's changing room at my gym, and there's a dude in there. He's putting on makeup and hoop earrings. And this is not something a woman does when she goes to work out. And it's uh, yeah. frightening. We're, what am I going to do? Well... So, uh, so that's behavior is not common in women's rooms. No, nor do women beat each other to death, but men do. You know, and it's just it's so sad that women have internalized misogyny to the point where the man's comfort is takes precedence over the woman's safety. There's a reason why they don't want to be in men's prisons because men beat each other to death. Women don't do that. Were you convinced by anything she said about putting men in women's prisons? I have a rebuttal. Please. So you're asking her if she, I want to make sure I start. So you're asking her if she has a problem with women going into men's prisons. Yeah, or men's changing rooms, um, going to gyms. Women cannot force a pregnancy on a man. Right. Gave, oh, just a, and you can already give two examples, like Fallon Fox in MMA, or Leah Thomas in swimming. Those are, those are reasons why I'm happy to be here. Now, now if, if changing your driver's license also caused harm, I would move to strongly disagree. So if there's okay, no... That's, okay, yeah, that okay, that, that, yeah. that, okay, I got it. Okay, what would cause you, what, if anything, would cause you to move to the disagree? And is there anything you heard here tonight that would convince you to move one line over? Okay to say no, I'm just trying to figure this out. No, I have figured it out. <laughs> and you're confident. <laughs> I am as confident as I am that this is my hand in front of my face uh, instead of yours. Uh, that's great. There's absolutely... <laughs> this is mm -hmm. the most insane thing that has ever happened to me in my life, that women Thank you. are a feeling now. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. Uh, you know, as, as for the great. driver's license thing, if a man is who has tran transitioned has F on his driver's license, and then he gets arrested. They're going to put him in a cell Correct. with women. Right. And his hands are stronger, his body is stronger, and he can beat that woman to death. So that guy moved uh, closer to her. Did that, he? That other guy, yeah. I, I, I've never seen that before. What do you, yeah, I don't I've know what that is. Yeah. Uh, interesting. But they sound American. Yeah. Is it Canadian? I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't even hear anybody say oot. So I don't know uh, anything uh, about that show other than the lady if it's a local in the mask game show. The late lady in the mask, uh, no I'm surprise, is Jeez. all for yeah. dudes who identify as women being considered women. I got a rebuttal to that. I got a rebuttal. What, what rebuttal do you have to science? Okay, do you, can you change people's chromosomes? Can you? <laughs> I'd like to know if you can. If you can, let me know, because uh, then you'll convince me. If in addition to doing the surgery and the external things, if you can change their innards and make a woman a man or a man a woman, uh, let me know about that, because then that might change my mind. But otherwise, uh, no. You know, gender is just eternal. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just a fact. And the fact that there are, there's a small percentage of people who for whatever reason through illness or i don't know environment or 
um, you know, just because they've always felt like they're in the wrong body for whatever reason. Uh, we can't change science just because there's a small percentage of people who uh, aren't in the flow of of uh, the gender situation on this planet. And there's such a small percentage that um, there are radicals among that group that are trying actively to change every child yeah. to be confused to the point really bad. where they're trans. And I thought that meme was perfect that we had up there. Can we see that one again? I mean, look at that. Sexual predators hiding inside the Trojan horse that is the LGBTQ movement. And uh, liberals just ushering them into places where kids should be safe. And fortunately, there's an awful lot of people in the LGBTQIA2 plus community who are speaking out about it. Yes. And are saying BS on this. Yeah. And after the break, you got to hear this guy from Gays for uh, Against Groomers. Oh, Gays Against can't Groomers. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait to hear it. And I mean, it's a shame we had to cut it down. It was just very powerful. And again, it's just common sense. Yeah. You know, right, but right. It, yet it, it's so powerful in this time, in this era of absurdities. And how is it possible that a woman who is, you know, speaking out about men in the locker room, men in restrooms with women, how does that not move the left in this country? Are you kidding me? And the women being raped by men in women's prisons. Oh. It's unbelievable. And it's happened multiple times already. More coming up. And welcome. I uh, got some tweets here. <laughs> From Look Here, Chief. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. That was prompted by... Mm, oh, we had the discussion yesterday. It was at the end the of the Chief show. Sport thing but what was the what 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 prompted that i don't i can't remember now that's frustrating man it is because it was just yesterday oh, oh i know what it was it was um it was keith oberman going after elon musk and people clap uh, they were they were replying to oberman calling him you know think you lost that one chief or think you oh, lost that okay. one sport Whatever. right anyway, yeah there we go and then we got just so insulting there. uh <laughs> boss boss <laughs> but wait a minute what if you don't know somebody's name and, and you're you just say, like you say, "Hey, hey, man, what what's up?" Do. Yeah, not mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Don't. Boy. I mean, it's so condescending to call somebody chief. I'm so bad with names, <laughs> man. I am too, but so. But I'm with you. I'm just like, "Hey, hey, or, how you doing?" Hey, man. I guess up, dude. Man is too presumptuous now. I guess right. you just got to say, "Hey, dude." Almost always works, right? Dude, hey, hey, dude. <laughs> I swear. I never thought that me referring to two females as you guys yeah. would would be on the same level as like, uh, oh, you called her a stewardess You're instead right. of a flight attendant? I, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I just hate this world so much. <laughs> but look here, Chief, uh, <laughs> says uh, when the Dems don't have a valid argument, they go to their fail safe. It's Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. Glad the buck stops at Biden. Yeah, which he said was going to happen, and obviously, uh, that's I lo- literally never happened. The left never. was so excited when Biden got installed, and they're like, "Oh, the adults are back in charge." Yeah, BS. Oh my the gosh, adults, shut up! Please do. Shut up. <laughs> Jimmy Dimples tweets: uh, Biden says the banking system is safe. Yeah, our daily reminder to visit the ATM and get some cash back, folks. That's the truth. I'd go directly to the to the branch because isn't there a, there's a limit 
I think, uh, as to how much you can withdraw, usually. It depends. Uh, from yeah. your ATM. Yeah, it depends on the ATM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, to go and withdraw all your money, you'd need to do that at the at the bank. Uh, well, unless, I mean, unless you, know, you yeah. if Unless you have under $400 <laughs> yeah. in your bank account. Which, in the Biden economy... Uh, you might, yeah. It's possible. Uh-huh, very mm-hmm. plausible. And with the IRS bearing down on all of us right now, jeez. You believe how many people said, yeah, me too. I got that same love letter from the IRS. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about it that long, and we got three or four people that said, yep, I got that same letter that I owe more money for years ago. Pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Joe Cool Snoopy tweets, uh, we are on a spiral down loop. Joe Biden is going to print more money to bail out the banks, then causing the Fed to raise interest rates again. This president is insane yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and incompetent. And I was thinking of that. You know, the, the, you only have 1.6% of available funds to cover what's considered FDIC insured, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, to cover everybody's yeah. deposit in every bank, you yeah. said that was $9 trillion, right? Yeah. $9 yeah. trillion. Dollars. Think of that. That's There's so, no way. Right. And so I got to thinking about this. There was somebody, I forget who it was, is with this administration that said, look, the Federal Reserve just has an unlimited supply of cash, which is true, right? Well, yeah, they, they just keep print, printing. print, 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 or print. Or digitize. So congratulations. Uh, yeah, your money is totally safe. I mean, it's going to be worth zero by the time you get yours. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll to- we got your mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Oh, this is I mean, madness. Anybody ever heard of the Weimar Republic? What happens when you just keep printing money? It doesn't work. We are on the edge. Uh, mm-hmm. Virginia Jackhole tweets, do you realize Etsy sellers aren't getting paid now? I didn't know I this. Didn't, I what, didn't know that. Is it related to this uh, SVB thing? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's the first I'm hearing of Etsy. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's related to that. Is it? They're delaying payments. Oh, man. See, that's a that's bad not sign. Good. That that's is, not good. That's like the iceberg out there, and you see the tip uh-huh. of it is Etsy sellers not being paid. Yep, the little people are getting protected, aren't they? This uh, <sighs> this Biden administration, because of their fast action, protecting everybody, all of us. Jackal12345, <laughs> we knew Trump was awake by 4 a.m. Remember? Confefe? Confefe. Confefe? Yeah, C-O-F-E-V-E. It's a word now. Yeah, there was no N in there, right? No. Kofefe. Yeah, Kofefe. And, and nobody knew what he was trying to say. But, yeah, <laughs> but it was four in the morning. It was. It was four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Fury and energy. No, Biden is not a night owl. He's just not sure what time it is ever. <laughs> so true. I do believe that. I do believe that. The guy barely knows where he is. Look at him try to walk off a stage. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. He turns around. He's got no idea where to go, what to do. Unless somebody is right there. Like, Jill is right there on his elbow. This way. This way, old man. It's amazing. Yeah, and see right there? See how he walks <clears throat> off of this room all the time? He's yeah. always doing that number. And I I would guess that there's not a door option on the other side of the room. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I wish it could pan out, pan around and see. But at the White House, yeah, he knows where to go. When he's on stage somewhere, he has no clue. Unless... They have somebody waiting, and they usually do because they know he's just going to wander around back there, looking like like. And a, you know they tell him beforehand. No, of course hey, they do. We've man. seen the directions yeah. they write out for That's him. Right. You, I bet there's an arrow. Exit to the every time. You think they only did that once? I bet they do it every time. I bet the teleprompter has an arrow. Like I'm it, sure at the bottom, and he just I'm blows sure. right by it. Yes. So dumb. 
But now they've got him. They've got him kind of on a plan where when you're <laughs> done, when you're done with the with the press conference uh-huh. or whatever it is you're doing, turn around, walk out the door, oh. ignore what they yell at you. I mean, it worked yesterday, but lo- normally he gets to that door and turns I know around. He does. I know he gets right there, and and but you can almost see the hook yeah. coming to get him. Yes, you can. And he turns around and goes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know they're beating him over the head with it every single time. Mr. President, please don't, don't stop and answer their questions. They're just trying to get you. They're just trying to do gotcha questions mm-hmm. at the end. And so I, maybe they finally convinced him. I don't know. We'll see if this continues. We'll see. But he has sat there, like, was it last week? He was at, he was doing some something, a bunch of reporters in the room. And they started yelling crap over and over and over and over with the handlers trying to exit the reporters out of the room. Yeah. And he just sat there looking like a uh, deer mm. in headlights. <sighs> For a full minute. Yeah. <sighs> and don't forget, uh, he also was headed to the helicopter. And he walked over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and they asked him one question about, about China. China and COVID. And he's like, <clears throat> he turned around and left. Yeah. yeah. The worst. Uh, so... Uh, Keith mentioned we had this representative from Gays Against Groomers. This, these, thank goodness mm-hmm. for this group. Thank you. Thank heaven for them, because they speak for so many Americans. And it, to me, I, I think it means so much more than when it comes from anybody else, because we're all accused of homophobia, transphobia, whatever phobia we're supposed to have. Uh, if we speak out and try to protect children. But when you hear it from the gays who are against these groomers, mm-hmm. it means a little something more. Here he is. Modern trans movement is using the LGBT community as a shield to push their radical agenda yes. of mutilation, Thank you. sterilization, and indoctrination of minors. Mm. And as a gay man who represents the organization Gays Against Groomers, I'm here to make it loud and clear. Please the do. LGBT is... The LGBT community is sick of being used as a scapegoat for these destructive practices that are ruining kids' lives before they ever even had a fighting chance. Mm -hmm. For years, the LGBT community has fought valiantly for tolerance and acceptance in American society, and in the year 2023, we have achieved that. Now, Hmm. all our progress is being erased because our community has been hijacked by trans terrorists. Thank you, yes! The LGBT community is being used like a Trojan horse by extremists in a death cult Mm. to ruin the future generation of our country by destroying their bodies, creating irreversible damage, and lifelong medical patients before Mm -hmm. these kids ever reach puberty. And make no mistake, the radical trans movement has become a death cult. Their most, mm. re- their most recent mantra is death before detransition. They're possessed by a sick obsession with bodily mutilation, self-harm, identity destruction, and pure hatred for anyone who dares to question <sighs> so this good. dangerous ideology. Mm-hmm. America is a free society, mm-hmm. and as a patriot, I stand for the freedom of all individuals to make their own decisions about their own lives. But where we draw the line is children, minors who cannot consent. Yet that is exactly the demographic that these terrorists are targeting with their culture war. It's your kids. Mm -hmm. 
They say if you don't bend the knee and submit to their demands of gender-affirming care, which is the nice way of saying mutilation and sterilization, Mm -hmm. you are a bigot or a transphobe. Mm -hmm. And now LGBT acceptance in America is down for the first time in years. Wow. It's because people know that something is wrong and they're not on board with what's happening. Right. It only takes a caring parent with a little common sense and gut instincts to know that permanently mutilating their child's body is much worse than being labeled anti-LGBT. Many now wear that label proudly. They say, if being against the medicalization of minors means I'm anti-LGBT, then fine. Call me anti-LGBT because good parents care more about the lives and safety of their children than catering to these rainbow terrorists. I'm here to tell you now, standing up against these bullies and wanting to protect your children is not anti-LGBT. In fact, the majority of LGBT individuals are against it, too, like me and like our entire organization, Gays Against Groomers. And we are fighting for visibility to reclaim our community from the trans extremists, to stand up against this evil and destructive ideology, to stand in solidarity with parents and to give a voice to everyone who knows on a gut level that this is not right, but is too afraid to speak Mm. out in fear of being smeared or labeled a bigot. It is not bigoted to want to protect children from elective experimental medicalization. Mm. That might be the feel-good clip of the year. Yeah. That was powerful. That was so well said. I mean, what, what, what could you say that's any better than that? And it's really strong language, too. Trans terrorists? Oh, yeah. What a great term for them. Mm-hmm. And again, he's not talking about all trans people. He's, you know, just like when when there are radicals in the gay movement, that doesn't represent all gay people. Uh, and so it is the radicals that we struggle against. It's the same in the trans world. Just the radicals who are trying to indoctrinate children, who are trying to groom children. Man, thank goodness for allies. You talk about... Allies of the LGBTQ community. How about allies for the hetero community, too? For just civilization to continue. In order for our civilization to continue, we've got to get a grip on this thing. And we've got to stop the attack on our children. Otherwise, we won't be a civilization anymore. You destroy our children. You destroy our family units. And that's what they're trying to do. That's what the radicals are trying desperately to do. Well, then we're just done as a society. That will end us. We can't allow it to happen. And thank goodness we've got allies like him. That was fantastic. Yeah, you got that guy on one end of the spectrum. And then you have the president of the United States on the other end of the spectrum. Could this guy be any worse? Really? You know. Could he be any worse? There's been a lot of enraging things that this man has said Mm -hmm. in his two years and some change in the Oval Office. This is probably number one. The way he talks about trans kids Mm. and the federal government's role in their lives. This is insanity. And it's it 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 is you will see. Check this out. Transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida? Oh my gosh, here we go. This is my mother would say close to sinful. I mean it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, 
I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, what, 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 what are they thinking about here? Pause it for a second. You a, that's not what's being discussed in Florida. They're talking about protecting children from these books and things that they're trying to poison their minds with. The other thing is, it's not like a child wakes up in the morning uh, and then is exposed to that all freaking day by everybody around him because it is like that. They're being bombarded with all of this stuff, and it is becoming a cool, trendy thing. So don't give me that, that they just wake up one day. No, they are in an environment where they're told, hey, this is desirable. You're going to get a lot of attention doing this. You want to you want to cause a ruckus? You want to get some notice? Yeah, and, and Florida's medical boards have voted mm. to ban puberty blockers and trans surgeries uh, for minors. Oh my gosh, that's so radical. Oh my goodness, that's so draconian, Joe. And letting parents know that that's what uh, the children want to do. Yeah. A lot of schools are keeping the parents out of the loop. I mean, you talk about evil. Mm-hmm. That's evil. Here's the rest of what he said. He's a buffoon. Means. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the well, way we do it is we make sure we pass it. legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. Uh-huh. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, uh-huh. and you're going to be held accountable. Wow. He wants to codify in federal well, yep. law yeah, the mutilation he, of children. Well, he wants to codify in federal law all kinds of evil. And again, here <laughs> he is calling good evil and evil good it is the prophecy from isaiah that i've mentioned many times before but it's isaiah 5 20 uh woe unto them who put evil for good and good for evil bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter that's where we are right now we're in an upside down world that was foretold to us by ancient prophets this man joe biden he has screwed up his kids beyond recognition, oh, and man. now he wants to do it to every American child. Yeah, The man is sick. He is surrounded by sick people, and they are destroying this country from within. And why is it nobody goes to Ashley Biden and says, hey, Ashley, you know, we've heard a lot about your diary, and uh, there are some interesting things written in it that, that you put there. Uh, tell us about your childhood. What is this about uh, your dad taking showers with you when you, you were uncomfortable with it? How old were you at the time? Were you molested? <laughs> if that were Donald Trump's daughter, if Ivanka Trunk, Trump was talking about her dad showering with her and she was uncomfortable, with, nobody would have asked her about it? The 60 Minutes wouldn't be sitting down with Ivanka Trump? <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the guy destroyed his family, and now he's trying to destroy ours. Wow, we can't let it happen. And again, thank goodness for the the Gays Against Groomers group. Really uh, fantastic individuals who are swimming against the tide right now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Cray unleashed. Gray is here. 
on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, a few tweets here. Zippy the Grease Monkey tweets, I'm now going to start marking gender not listed on all my employment forms as I now identify as a tuna salad sandwich. <laughs> Respect my toasted buns, oh. bigot. All right. I like this. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and I do. I respect your yeah. your toasted buns as a tuna salad sandwich. Uh, me, I'm not partial to tuna salad or Ooh. tuna of any kind. Oh, no. Not my thing. Mm. Uh, Higgledy Piggledy Cougar fan tweets, trans women are not women. They're men who play dress up. We used to consider that a funny joke for Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Uh, what was the uh, bosom uh, Bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. With yeah. Tom Hanks. Oh my gosh! You do he that today. He needs to answer for that. Yeah, you do that today. That's hateful. <laughs> how? How dare you? How yeah. dare you? And it, dress up as a woman and try to live in a woman's apartment building and yeah, if, hit on chicks in there. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the show, it was a sitcom, early '80s, right? Yeah, late '70s, and early they, '80s. They dressed up in as there, dudes, mm-hmm. like you said, so they could have access to this. A very young Tom Hanks uh, starred in that. Who was with him? Who was the guy? Uh, Scola something. To, uh, I think think it was Scola. And I think he died. Oh, no. Yeah, I think so. Peter Scolari? Yeah, Scolari. Yeah, that was close. Oh. And I know there was a sc in there somewhere. Yeah, he passed away in 2021. Okay. Mm. Uh, Enlo90 tweets, this Etsy seller is not getting paid. Fact. Oh, that really sucks. Uh, Micah68 is enough. <laughs> tweets, what is Micah68? Do you have that handy? Oh, see, look that up. Okay. Uh, Micah six eight is enough. Uh, tweets transgender ideology is myth information promoting emotional abuse and fetishized sexual grooming. It's militant. It's weaponized predatory indoctrination. Yeah, Micah six eight mm-hmm. is. Uh, he has shown you, immortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you to act justly <laughs> and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Mm. Micah six okay. eight. Good. Uh, Peekapool, the snarky jackal Pokemon, actual deer in headlights are very offended at being compared to Mumbly <laughs> Joe. Yeah, I, I have, let me apologize to all deer in headlights. <laughs> Thank you. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, that was a little flippant <laughs> of you. It was. I didn't think it through before he said it. Uh, Roy Mazeka, the banks, the banks are secure. <laughs> it's like the border, the border is secure that's good that's brilliant oh by the way speaking of that did you see the run on the border yesterday uh two days ago yeah yeah a couple days ago they they tried to get from uh juarez to el paso over that bridge and just thousands stormed it all at once jeez they knew they were coming but that's all trump's fault so don't even don't even think about it who's your volunteer uh tweets it's time to supply it's time to simply use lgb Mm-hmm. Let's acknowledge the mental illness of the other letters. Hmm. Mm. Mm. What a bigotry there, right? <laughs> what yeah. hatred. What is I like that plan. What non-inclusion that is. Holy cow. Uh Bob Lobla tweets, some say the LGB want to have nothing to do with the T's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is it that oh, it's uh Dave Chappelle that has a brilliant bit on that. Yep. Where he's talking about the LGBTQ community shows up in a car. Yeah. The gay guy's driving, the lesbian's uh, in the passenger seat, the trans person is in the back. And he talks, <laughs> talks about very funny stuff. Very but good. I'm sure uh, 
they want him eliminated from the planet for that. Mm-hmm. Now, before the break, uh, Biden was speaking about Florida, which, of course, is the home of uh, Ron DeSantis. NBC's Chuck Todd took issue with a DeSantis plan for schools. <laughs> Weird. The question, I don't know if DeSantis is going to be talking to swing voters. Here's like one of the things he said in Vegas yesterday. Take a listen to this. Okay. We're also the first state in the country to establish every November 10th, the day in our schools is earmarked, to teach our students at all grade levels about the evils of communist regimes throughout history. We're going to tell the truth about Marxism and Leninism. Good. Jonathan, it's sort of like, look, being a Floridian, I sort of know what what he's trying to play there and all of that. But I would tell him, I went to Florida Public Schools, you know, we, we were taught this, it was called history. Right. It just seems like a weird politicizing, you know, he's going out of his way to politicize something. But- mm. No, it really doesn't. Uh, I don't no. think in 2023 you can just take for granted that uh, no, history teachers, or hell, they may not even have a history class, they call it social studies, and they throw everything and lump it all in there, that mm-hmm. they're actually going out of their way to tell you how evil communism is. I think it's good. You have to set something aside. No so. question. No question. And it's called history. <laughs> Jeez. Shut up, Chuck Todd. The, you know, but they'll they'll criticize DeSantis for anything and everything. And it's going to get a lot worse, too, because uh, if he announces his run for the presidency, can you imagine uh, the knives that are going to be brought out to try to stick him? Uh, it's They've got an interesting—I don't know. Did we talk about this last week? Uh, when we heard about the law in Florida that precludes you as governor to run for president. Oh, yeah, so you would have to step down as governor in order to run for president. You can't do both. You can't simultaneously run for president as you're the governor of Florida. And that's specific to Florida. Hmm. I don't know if any other state in the union has that. I'm just, I, but they, they, I've, I've not heard that, and I just see a story here that says... We had that story the last week. Do you he, not remember that? I remember you saying it. This one says maybe Ron DeSantis doesn't have to resign to run for president. Oh, so okay. oh, so maybe there's okay. A- so okay, here's the thing. Yeah, Florida legislature, Republican, looks like they would just pass a law. Okay, like okay, all right. You're so in. it's not going to be that big a deal then. Hopefully, yeah. With a Republican legislature, they can <laughs> they can change that if they need to. <laughs> and I'm sure they will. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, they he'll probably be supported by them, and good because I do want him to run. We're gonna have some really good options in the Republican Party. You know, whether your favorite is Donald Trump still, or you've uh, kind of become friendly towards a Ron DeSantis presidency. There is also Vivek Ramaswamy. There's a lot of, I mean, three already, mm-hmm. except for one of them hasn't announced yet, and that'd be DeSantis. Yeah, yeah we'll see over you time. Got, you got uh, everybody Nick, expects him to. Nikki Haley. Oh, Nikki Haley. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Scott, apparently going to very soon. Uh, Mike Pompeo expected Which, to. Please. And uh, Mike Pence, has he already? Yeah, he Pence. Officially... I don't know that he's official, but it's almost a foregone conclusion. He's going to debate run. stage is already getting crowded. He's also been fairly strong coming out against Trump lately. Uh, so that's kind of bold of him. You don't want to raise the ire of Donald Trump, I don't think. Uh, that can't be good for you. Uh, also, here's something interesting. Owners of a Michigan bed and breakfast have removed a Norwegian flag outside their business after being accused of promoting racism from people who think that it's a Confederate flag. 
I mean, look. hey, I can't be responsible for your unbelievable stupidity, man. This look is... at that. <laughs> you can't tell that's not the Confederate flag. What a stupid, well, stupid world. They're similar in colors, and uh... yep, we're done. No, you got it. <laughs> you had it. <laughs> they're similar in colors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> I swear, it's such a dumb world, I am isn't it? Sorry that you're that stupid. Yeah. I, yes, but there's nothing we can do about it. You're going to have to deal with the Norwegian flag. So, yeah, okay. so this couple took down the flag. Kirsten and uh, Greg Olfenecker, <laughs> owners of the Nordic Pineapple, hung the flag opposite the American flag after they moved into the Civil War era mansion in 2018. So it's been there probably since 2018. Wait, they're in a Civil War era mansion? Uh-huh. Oh, nice try, Kirsten and... And uh, Greg. Gregory. Kirsten and Greg. (laughs) The red flag with a blue cross Uh superimposed on a white cross Uh is a nod to Kirsten Offenbecker's grandfather, who was born in Norway. The Norwegian flag has the same colors as we noticed as the Confederate. Uh, but the patterns and symbols are different. The Confederate flag is red with a blue yeah. accent. We oh, just saw it. We just showed you that. Couple said they'd never have thought anyone would mistake the Norwegian flag. Yeah, but no, you for forgot. something else. Yeah, you forgot that uh, we're in stupid world now. Yeah, it's 2023, so you should have considered that. I don't see it because I grew up with a Norwegian mm-hmm. flag. Kirsten said. Oh, so it sounds like it's just like. Inherent your your right. bias and your white supremacy. Right. It was bred into bred her, into you, as yeah. Barack Obama said about his grandma and her racist attitudes. The Norwegian Kirsten had yeah. these biases and these this bigotry bred mm-hmm. right into her. I mean, this meme is absolutely perfect for this moment. Uh, tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people will be banned from thinking so as to not offend the imbeciles. That's from Dostoevsky. I, I'm reading right now. I knew it was the same thing. The brothers uh, Karamazov. And so that's kind of interesting. I mean, that's right. Look at that. We're, we're not even allowed to think because that uh-huh. will offend the... In fact, there's a story later, Pat, out of Minnesota that you literally are not allowed to think anymore. This... Crazy. Crazy. Again, let that, let that meme sink in. Tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people... Will be banned from thinking so as not to offend the imbeciles. <laughs> that is brilliant, and we are there. exactly what we're doing right now. Exactly we what's are happening. So there. Yep. Speaking of imbeciles, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Colin Kaepernick. Has <laughs> yeah. Now accused yet another group of individuals of perpetuating racism. <laughs> His parents. Yeah, his apparent his parents, his white parents who adopted him, by the way, <laughs> gave him the life that he has to yep. go and pursue his dreams. Well, and- that's how racist they are. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, well, they adopted him so that they could oh. teach him the white way. I see. That's what they did. <laughs> Idiot people. Right. To promote his new graphic novel, Change the Game, Kaepernick sat down for an interview interview with CBS. Mm. Uh, Gosh, I got to get that book, Change the Game. Plus, like Obama, he's mixed race. He's half black, half white. But when that happens, you don't acknowledge ever that 
you're half white. Mm-hmm. It's just not part of you anymore, I guess, which is interesting because if it were the other way around, that would be considered racist. But mm, it's not, of course, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. He said, I know my parents loved me, <clears throat> but there were still very problematic things that I went through. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Tell us about your tragic life, Colin. Oh, no. To demonstrate just how problematic his upbring- upbringing right. was. Here we go. They, they probably <clears throat> called him uh, uh, racial epithets, right? Sure. They probably just, well, just, just tried to... Uh, just beat the black right out of him. Is that what happened in his childhood? Well, listen, to, worse than that. Oh, Dude, no. Listen to this. Okay, let's see. Kaepernick's now 35, and he cited a disagreement <clears throat> he had with his parents while he was still a teenager. Okay. He claimed he wanted to wear his hair in cornrows to emulate the style of his idol, NBA star Allen Iverson, huh. but his mom okay. supposedly objected to that. Oh, no. What reason could there be other than racism? And that she hated her black son. That's all I can come up with myself. According to his novel, uh, said to be autobiographical, when she heard how Colin wanted to style his hair, Teresa Kaepernick angrily replied, he's getting what roles? <laughs> oh, like a boomer would say. What What are you getting now? You're getting the what roles? <laughs> okay. Could there be a more racist question than that? Is that So there's more to the quote, right? Surely. No. Wait, huh? that's about it. Other accounts indicate that she simply just stated that such a hairstyle was, quote, not professional, unquote, and that it made him look like a little thug. Now, oh boy, now you're getting into territory. Oh, now you can't, you, oh, you got, you found a word we can't use. No, no. He explained to CBS that such differences of opinion were actually evidence of racism. Oh, shut up, you. What an ingrate. What a putrid little victim. Disown his ass. That's what these parents need to do. Get out of my life. The guy has made tens of millions of dollars. He continues to make it from Nike. And based on what? Why? You're going to call me the person who who chose you. Yeah, right. Raised you, loved yeah. you, provided for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to write in a book that I'm a racist? Get out of my life. Wow. Oh, screw you, That'd man. That'd be really hard to take, wouldn't it? Oh, man. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home and how we move forward collectively while addressing the racism that is being perpetuated. Yeah, I bet his parents are so happy to be reading what he has to say about him. What an ungrateful uh, douchebag. Now, of course, he hasn't been on an NFL roster for seven years. By choice. Why? Why? No. No. No, no, Keith. Not by choice? Racism. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I Racism. Apologize. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> Racism. Yep. When he infamously began taking a knee, of course, during the national anthem, that if you didn't do that with him, that was also racism. He said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is a this is a bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. Meaning police, obviously. Just Yeah, if you're uh mm. let's just remember how that played out. Um the individual he's referring to is now behind bars serving time for that crime. Mm-hmm. 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 The the guy who uh 
killed George Floyd. Right. Chauvin. Right? Right, yep. And that's what he's referring to? Uh, I assume. Okay, who knows? Who cares with this guy? Kaepernick has previously compared the NFL draft to slavery. <laughs> oh, no. Now, and you see that on the faces of those who are drafted by the NFL every single year. <laughs> <laughs> they get up there. Uh, what oh, is this? Grin on their face? Uh, yeah. Shaking hands yeah. with the commissioner? Crying tears of joy yeah. like the slaves did? Yeah. Remember that? I remember the sure. Falcons drafted a guy who brought a, a portrait of his grandmother up there. To say, you know, look, Ma, we did it. I got here, you know, because she had passed away and, and he yeah. wanted to honor her. It's mm-hmm. Like, look at me. I'm a slave in the NFL now. <laughs> just like you wanted me to be. You dreamed this for me. I swear. A slave. Okay. They're paid millions. In some cases, tens of millions uh, to play a game they love. They are p- paid yeah, in one year more than the average American will earn in a lifetime. No question. Go away, Colin Kaepernick. This guy sucks on every level. He's also, last year he announced that he's paired with Spike Lee for another documentary oh, about his thank life. Goodness. Oh. Are you kidding me? We oh. got to suffer through another Colin Kaepernick oh, documentary? I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, That's good stuff right there. How much longer can this guy be a victim? How much longer? Uh, probably the rest of his life, I would assume. All right. Uh, guys, if the first thing you notice about yourself, when you look in the mirror, you check out photographs, or you know, you're in the barbershop and they show you the back of your head and it's like horrifying, like, wait, no, that's not me. Whose head are you showing me there? <laughs> it's not mine with a big bald spot in the back. No. Flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with keeps. Hair loss sucks. It is really bad. And it's so weird. Uh, We were noticing a guy in our church, seeing him from the back, and he shaved his head bald, you know, because you can see, even though you shave your head, you still see the outline of where their hair was. Yeah. And he, you know, it's super bald right down the middle uh, into the back. So you would have just had two patches on either side of your head. Did you give him a number? Call? Did you give him the keeps? uh, (laughs) I should have. I wasn't sure if he'd be insulted or not. I didn't really... Uh, no, nah, he would much rather you talk about it on national yes, TV. Yes, well, I, name, the name has been <laughs> deleted to protect the innocent. So anyway, whether you want to prevent hair loss, stimulate some hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you have, your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products to do that. If you have any questions, you can message your Keeps provider 24 7 so if you're ready to do this now, please do it. Join the thousands of guys who've saved their hair with Keeps. To get a special offer, go to Keeps.com slash Pat, K-E-E-P-S, Keeps.com slash Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. With some tweets here, Jay Dozer tweets, Friend's 11-year-old son told him he doesn't like music. Hey, he doesn't like music class any any longer. He said all they talk about is how bad boys are and how hard girls have it. He misses it when uh, it was just a music class. Wow. Oh, boy. Hee-haw, the Viking. I think we need more Old Testament references in everyday conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're working on that. Uh Uh, We're definitely working on it. (laughs) Call it like I see it tweets, so since history is already taught in public schools, February can go back to just being plain old February. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The thinking man's tweet. Uh Uh-huh. 
Think about it. Uh, Puck Enray tweets, Kaepernick should take up acting. He's obviously committed to a role he's playing, Mr. Oppressed. Mm-hmm. And from I'm a Lickin' Butter, Kaepernick's mom probably fed him Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's, too. Oh, my goodness. Off with her head. Wow. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I mean, racist foods. He just had no chance growing up. Mm-mm. He had no chance. Mm-mm. Speaking of all of this, uh, officials with Kaiser Permanente in California have expressed outrage over a hangman's noose they recently found on a tree right outside their medical office. Mm-mm. So the discovery prompted a hate crime investigation. We sure. Clearly, you got to get to the bottom of who did yeah. this noose. Yeah. Why are you trying to intimidate black people? I don't like this. Uh, what is your message here? Why do you, why do you hate so much? <laughs> so the noose was hanging from a tree in the back parking area of the office off of Arroyo Circle adding that hospitals uh, said they were viewing it Mm-mm. as a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. This alarming discovery caused shock, disgust, pain, and anguish for our staff and physicians in Gilroy and throughout Northern California. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can you? I mean, the entire Northern California area was shocked, disgusted, in pain and anguish. Because of this noose? You can understand that. Yeah, you can. That's a bad thing. Uh, As was quoted by a member of the staff, a hangman's noose is a painful and triggering symbol of the history of violence against African Americans in the United States. Absolutely. Its sight stirs outrage due to bigotry and continues to be a threatening symbol of hatred meant to inflict pain. Investigations are still underway, but... We're not waiting for the conclusion of these reviews to acknowledge the trauma this incident has caused. I'm glad you're not waiting, because had you waited, <laughs> you would have found out what it had nothing to do with racism. Oh. It was a rope that was being used by uh, the landscaping people to climb the tree and cut branches down <laughs> that he couldn't reach otherwise. <laughs> so... But that, I mean, that's what the white man behind the microphone is saying. Right, yes. yes. See, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't trust that. Isn't it interesting how, yeah, we can't even wait to find out what really happened. We're going to be immediately triggered and outraged just on the assumption that there's a hater. And, and you know what? Almost every time yep, it's some sort of hoax or wasn't meant the way they, they take it. They just want it to be something bad so much that they're willing to jump to these conclusions every single time. I want to be a victim. Yeah. Make me a victim. (sighs) Incredible. Over and over and over we hear these stories. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming right up. Everything's fixed at the border. We'll get into that in a second. Um, Speaking of borders and countries who've crossed them unwanted, uh, Vladimir Putin has been really busy um, presiding over what is being called a mafia state now where murder is a tool used to defeat his enemies and scare his allies into staying in line. 
uh, there's been story after story of how many of these Russian oligarchs or Russians in high-profile positions have died weird deaths. There's 39 of them now and counting. And they, I mean, this is just that we know of. So it's probably much worse than this. But there is Leonard uh, Shulman, who was found dead in his bathroom with a suicide note. Now, that could just be suicide. But apparently there were some strange details about it uh, that didn't really add up. Then there's uh, Igor Nosov, mm. former uh, governor in Russia, died after suffering an apparent stroke. And I'm sure that was caused by January 6th. So I don't think Putin had anything to do with that. Um, Mikhail Watford, a businessman found dead in his home uh, in Surrey, England. No evidence of crime found by cops. Everything was fine there. Alexander Cholikov was found dead in his garage. Vasily Melnikov, a medical firm boss, stabbed to death along with his family in a murder-suicide. Vladislav Aveyev, who was big in the gas industry in Russia, was found dead with a gun in his hand alongside his wife and daughter. Hold on. you got to back up a couple of oligarchs there. Okay. Dude committed suicide after killing his family. Yeah. Stabbed to death. Mm Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. took the knife and like just repeatedly stabbed himself until he died. Yeah, yeah. probably dozens of times though. So yeah, of course, <laughs> you're gonna die from that. I mean, that's a tough guy. Yeah, right it is. It's a be- it's a hard way to commit suicide, <laughs> but he was that committed to it. Sergey Pertasinya okay. found hanged alongside his wife and daughter. Jeez. Andrei Krakowski fell down a cliff to his death in Sochi. Mm. Sochi, Russia. Remember, they had the Olympics there. Yeah. Alexander Subotin died of a drug-induced heart attack uh, during some kind of shamanic ritual in Moscow. Strange. Who among us? All right. Dmitry Kovtun, ex-KGB uh, agent linked to Litvinenko murders, mm. died in a hospital from COVID. I mean, that that's just a COVID-related death. Oh, sure. It's probably more right? like a motorcycle wreck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then a laser scientist, Dmitry Kolker, died after being arrested for treason and being flown to Moscow. And then he just suddenly died. We don't know what happened there. It's really strange. He must have been yeah. sick when they arrested well, him. Well, travel can be stressful. <laughs> it can. Uh, Yuri Voronov was shot dead in his swimming pool. Dan Rappaport, who's an investor and Putin critic, died after falling from a nine-story high-rise in Washington. Be careful. Daria Dugina, daughter of Putin's Rasputin, died in a car bombing in Moscow. Hmm. I remember that. I'm sure that was just suicide, though. That was tra- That that was not good. I think that was uh, meant for him, if you'll recall oh, at the time. right. I do remember that, right? And, uh, yep. Who knows who did that? Could have been Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, could have been. It could have. Yeah. Yeah. Reveal Meganov, oil oligarch, Putin critic, he fell from a balcony while smoking. You got to be careful when you're out on your balcony smoking that you don't trip and fall over the railing and die. You know? Too many. We've told these people, stay away from balconies, stay away from windows. Yeah. Is there like a memo or maybe there's like a listserv that, uh, mm-hmm. you know... Um, 
hitmen of Russian oligarchs. Mm-hmm. And I bet somebody was like, bro, I already did the balcony one in Washington, D.C. You can't do that one. <laughs> you got to come up with another one. Nah, just, you know, I got a plan, so I'm just going like, to do how it. How about a cliff in Sochi? Nope, nope, already did that Wait, one. what if we say he was smoking while he fell? All right, fine. Mix okay. it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, fine. Plus, people think, well, he's a smoker. He deserved it. <laughs> uh, Ivan Pechorin who is an oil and gas boss found floating in the sea near Vladivostok. Vladimir Sungorkin, editor of Putin's favorite newspaper, oh, no. is suddenly suffered a stroke while at lunch and died. Oh, there's probably a vaccine there. Anatoly uh, Goreshchenko is an aviation boss. He also fell, but he fell down several several flights of stairs okay. and, and died. So no one had the stairs one. No, right. So that was unique. Yeah. And they thought, hey, you know what used to happen in soap operas all the time? Somebody would fall down the stairs and die. What if Anatoly has the same fate? Uh, <laughs> Pavel Chenikov, Chelnikov, railway executive, found shot dead on his balcony. Interesting he didn't tumble over it. Nikolai Petrunin died from complications of COVID. Mm. Nikolai Mishugian, a crypto boss in Russia, drowned in his swimming pool in Puerto Rico. Hmm. Victor Cherkasov, Putin's spy mentor, died under mysterious circumstances in St. Petersburg. Colonel Vadim Boyko, he was the uh, Ukraine war mobilization chief. His death was ruled a suicide despite the fact that he was shot five times. <laughs> oh, oh, he went to the Vince Foster School <laughs> yeah, of Suicides. Right. Okay. Yeah. Shoot yourself multiple times. I just won't die. And you just keep firing. It's more efficient mm-hmm. if you shoot yourself five times. The likelihood of you dying. Yeah, because what if you just wound yourself and pass out? Then it's embarrassing. Very. And people think you're not serious. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at a Forbes article here. Uh-huh. Um, it says that there are 68 Russian oligarchs. Um I guess that are billionaires anyway. Mm-hmm. And then there were 18 more before uh, the sanctions and stuff after the Ukraine war mm-hmm. began. So let's just say, let, let, let's round it up here, 68. So you're up to 86 oligarchs and 39 are dead now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a higher that's... kill rate uh, than the vaccine. So yeah, Putin's, it, Putin's more effective. It might even be a higher kill rate than the Clinton's uh, <laughs> kill rate. Right. I'm, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Clintons have more. But it's just the rate at which yeah. these people are dying. By the way, incredible. We have another died suddenly in the XFL. We have a trainer uh, mm. who was, I think he was in his 20s, uh, died working out. Wow. But, uh, uh, we've got Vyacheslav Taran, who's a crypto billionaire. He was killed in a helicopter crash despite the fact that the weather was completely clear <laughs> and there was no apparent reason for it. But they mixed it up. They got a helicopter crash in there as one of the cause of death. Right. Okay. They mixed it up a little bit. Vladimir Mikhai, Belarusian foreign minister, his death was ruled a suicide despite the fact that it was uh, there were unusual circumstances. Uh, Grigory Kuchenov fell to his death as police were searching his apartment. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Huh. That's weird. So the cops <laughs> are there. Yeah. Cops are there. He's apparently wandering around out on his balcony and just all of a sudden fell over. And died. What are the odds? well? I mean, he fell over the balcony yeah. and uh, hit the so, ground. So, so in other words, some some guy did the balcony drop, mm-hmm. and the other guy was like, "Hey, I'll mix it up and I'll give this one a cigarette." 
Mm-hmm. And this one's like, oh, yeah, check this out. I'm going to escalate it. I'm going to put the cops there when he falls over the balcony. So nobody will suspect wrongdoing right. when, the, when the Russian police are there. You know, I think I think the answer <laughs> is you just, you just stop building tall structures right. in Russia. Consider getting yourself a ranch. You know, one of those... Ranch-style homes that only has one level. <laughs> that way, when you're pushed out the first-story window, you, you know, it might hurt. You might yeah. land in a bush or something, but you'll be okay eventually. Land in a bush. <laughs> Dmitry Zelenov, okay. a real estate tycoon, died after hitting his head after falling downstairs. So there's a couple of, All right, see, you know. They're starting to double up these, Some you know, clumsy stuff going on. Yeah, I'm going to need some more creativity here. Vladimir Budinov. I'm only doing this because I love the Russian names. Right. Was, was fun he, to say. Was he out for a hot air balloon ride and fell to his death? Uh, no. No. Oh. He was found dead in his hotel room. Oh, that's boring. Bob yeah. Saget did that. All right. Come on now. Pavel Antov, politician and businessman, found dead in a pool of blood at his hotel. Well, a lot of them died at hotels, too. Hmm. Uh, shipyard chief Alexander Buzikov. Died after attending an unveiling of a new submarine. There was no cause of death listed. Mm. None necessary, though. I mean, it just happens. We've seen that right. this just happens died. with, with lot, Russian oligarchs. A lot of died suddenly in Putin's circle. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But many of these people were not vaccinated. Uh-huh. Uh, Vladimir Nesterov, a disgraced rocket engineer, uh, died. His cause of death was undisclosed. Megamen Abdulayev. A former regional leader in Moscow was mown down by a car. Somebody just ran over him. Um, Dmitry Pawachka, a space boss, okay. burned alive oh. in his apartment. Oh, no. Dang, that's a bad way to go. Oh, it was a, like a grease fire, like kitchen got yeah, out of control. Yeah, where the whole house burned down from the kitchen Didn't fire. have a fire extinguisher hand, right. and that'll do it. Their safety standards just aren't up to ours mm-hmm. here in this country. Uh, Major General Vladimir Makarov was found shot dead uh, in his apartment in Moscow. Marina Yankina, who was a defense official, she was found dead after falling from a window of a 16-story high-rise. All right, I swear. You all got to be careful. Stay away from the windows. Just be careful. Yeah. Man. Uh, A lot of clumsiness, I think. So does that count, though, when they get in the listserv and they're like, hey, I pushed her out a window. Like, okay, well, it doesn't count as a balcony, so that's an original yeah. score. Good yeah, job. that is original. Uh, Vacheslav Ravniko, who was an oil boss, was mm. found unconscious at his home in Moscow and later died. Nobody knows why. Okay. Andrei Bodakov strangled to death at his home. That was, of course, suicide. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't Hold on. say it was suicide, okay. but uh, uh-huh. I'm guessing. You know, how many, how many of us try to commit suicide by strangling themselves? A lot. Uh, Michael, a lot. Michael Hutchins. No, uh, oh so um, too soon. So the, he's like, I'm going to one better the guy who stabbed himself to death. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choke myself out of this world. Right. <laughs> right. A Sputnik 5 scientist, Andrei Bodakov. Uh, oh, yeah, we just mentioned him. And then there's uh, Sergei Grishin, who's a an oligarch as well. He died... Of sepsis. Now, I don't know if you can give that to somebody. Can you inject them with sepsis? I don't know. Huh. Boy, uh, I'm going to get flagged. Can you inject sepsis? I mean, the Russians are pretty creative in, well, in some ways. They did repeat some of the methods of dealing death to these people, but 
I mean, what are you going to do? There's only so many ways. Yeah, you can, by the way. So. Yeah. They should talk to the Clintons. They should get together with Bill and Hillary and see some of the creative ways they've done right, things. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> and Bill and Hillary, yeah, they could learn from the uh, oligarch mm-hmm. listserv. Right. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. We've never tried the stabbing one. Or what about sepsis? Nobody's mm-hmm. going to suspect that they died of sepsis injection. All right. <laughs> I swear, man. I, I, it it seems, you know, you read reports of like, oh, Putin's hold on power is fragile. It's very tenuous. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't it know. It sounds like he's taken out half of his challengers here. So, yeah, there were how many? 80. You said 39. Oh, 86. If 86 you count the, overall. Th- almost 40 of them are dead. Huh. Mm. Again, you have to just say, huh. Huh. That's interesting. It's interesting. Is there a number people can call, Ivan? It's just, it just, it, Russia is just a tricky place. Uh yeah. It's just dangerous. And there's a lot of clumsy oligarchs. Mm-hmm. You know, th- we just said they're rich. We didn't say that they were graceful. Thank you. So, uh, at the border, we mentioned this a uh, little while ago. Uh, the border crisis: a thousand migrants, migrants, illegal aliens, <laughs> yeah. rush the bridge, <laughs> and there it is. Uh, I think we have video of it too, don't we? No. Oh, we don't. Oh, I thought we saw some video. Uh, maybe I maybe I saw that on Fox. But uh, thousands and thousands of them are just trying to you know beat the buzzer. They want to get in before the expiration of Title Forty Two, and they're tired of waiting, and so they just all tried it at once. Yeah, I mean, it's fine though. From don't worry Venezuela, about it. Venezuela, I believe. Yeah, uh, is where they came from. Okay, mm-hmm. so just part of one of those massive caravans. Mm-hmm. Crowd control measures were used when the group of mainly Venezuelan oh, okay. migrants yeah. continued to press forward, though, according to sources, the efforts were thwarted. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, they strung up razor wire. They saw them coming. That was interesting. Uh, video show the illegals of all ages pressing forward. What's interesting uh, is the fact that so many of them are families. Yeah, isn't you that know? weird? It's got to yeah, be tough weird. to like it's carry a, like a toddler in one arm. <laughs> yeah, you're pushing a stroller with the other, <laughs> right. and you're just lunging forward like I'm coming through. Yeah, it's not with like my kids. It's not like they're all 18 to 34 year old men. It's not like that. Well, yes, it is like that. It's very much like that. Uh, almost all of them, in fact. Another video shows the moment that they pushed onto the bridge and began running for freedom with a sign above that read, Feliz Voyage, or Happy Travels. Oh, okay, that's nice. In a third video, (laughs) some were seen getting on a smaller bridge while others were observed lining up along the riverbank. Hmm. Customs and Border Protection increased manpower in the area on the U.S. side while the Mexican military attempted to contain the incident on the southern side. Oh, I'm sure they did their best. I'm sure the Mexican army was really concerned. Here's how concerned Mexican officials are about it. Uh, Obrador, President Obrador of Mexico, just said he's going to meddle in the U.S. election. Whoa, bro. So that they get their way, so that they're treated better, so that America accepts more of them. Wait a minute. Why don't you fix your own rat hole so they don't have to leave? Have you ever considered that? So it sounds like he's supporting Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. (laughs) You know he is. Uh, But the, the attitude that it's all 
on us mm-hmm. and that we have to accept all the people who are coming here illegally and take care of them rather than encouraging you to fix your own country and your own corruption and this serious, unbelievable uh, murder and mayhem that comes from the drug cartels. Why don't you do something about that? Well, you, re- you recall yesterday's very articulate White House spokesperson, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh-huh. She articulated very plainly <laughs> the Biden administration's policy on the border. Oh. And I think you can understand. So she clears everything up here? Yeah. In case you okay. forgot, I mean, take a listen to this stuff. It All makes right. total sense. Great stuff. Great stuff. What we are going to promise is that we're going to do this. We're going to move forward with a with mm-hmm. a, uh, with, a with, with this a... kind of system, this immigration system uh-huh. that has been gutted, really, truly gutted Got by it. the last administration. We're going to move forward and do it <laughs> yeah. in a humane way. We're going to do it in a safe way, uh, and we're going to do it in the way that moves us forward. And mm. so, what we have been seeing, what we've been dealing with, again, is trying to fix the damage that the last administration do did. What do we did. have done is did we've ex- do. we've Open the path uh, to. Uh, mm-hmm. We've opened the path to, to, to make sure that people to, have a way to uh, uh, to, to sneak get, into the country you know, to come through right. and do it in a legal pathway. <laughs> <laughs> we are so screwed. I can't take it. Yeah. And by the way, on that immigration mm. front, uh, there is a like a uh, I don't know. There's a Twitter account um, in Idaho that posted something yesterday that there's. Uh, the Republicans have drafted a bill to try to tell the federal government we want blanket amnesty. Republicans in Idaho. And so enough mm. Republicans objected. They were like, mm, let's work on this uh, this this uh, proclamation here or whatever you're doing here. So, I, I mean, when you've got a group of Republicans in a ultra-red state like Idaho saying... You know what? Mm-hmm. I think blanket amnesty is the way to go. It's not nothing's ever going to get fixed. No, its policy's not going to do it. It's going to be physical barriers like the big beautiful wall that Trump wanted to build. <laughs> and I love how the Democrats so often fall back on. Well, you loved Ronald Reagan when he granted amnesty. No. No, I didn't. I mean, I loved Ronald Reagan, but not for that. And I certainly didn't agree with that at the time where he said, yeah, okay, you need to pay a fine, $2,000 each, okay? But then we're going to make you citizens. So he did that for 2 million illegals in 19, I think it was 86. And how did that work out for us? Well, that's Did that make the problem better? Yeah. Worse or about the same? Well, he made that deal with Democrats as well who reneged on it and... Mm. Ta-da! Yeah. Shocking that the Democrats would and how, back out of a deal. How they're never mentioned from, to, about having a completely different opinion on this years ago. And a lot of times, you know, it's not like it was ancient history. It was in the early 2000s. And now suddenly, they're all about just opening up the borders, let everybody come in. And if you don't, you're a hater and a bigot. And it just... I mean, we all used to be somewhat united on this, that we should protect our border and that we insist that people, if you're going to come here and we want you to, but you got to do it legally. Oh, that's not even a consideration for him anymore. Oh, it's outrageous. 888 thirty three ninety three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. 
Uh, Maverick did not win the uh, Best Picture Award the other night. That went to everywhere, everything, every every time. And stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the exact title of it. Yeah. Uh, if you've heard differently, it's, it was wrong. Yeah, uh, they changed it up for TV purposes. Or everything, something. everywhere, and stuff. Yep. And this won the Best Picture Award. Article was written before before it the happened. Oscars, yeah. Uh, so Zishan Alim recently condemned Top Gun Maverick. Now that Zishan is a an MSNBC opinion person. Oh, this will be good. Yeah. So Top Gun Maverick is the most insidious movie ever at the Oscars because it shows the U.S. military as a beacon of virtue. Hmm. I can't have that. It's another person who hates America. Yes. And has a forum on NBC to to push that forward. Aline trashed the Best Picture nominee uh, for painting America's military in a positive light. (laughs) Wow, you got a lot of guts to be doing that. That's crazy. Lamenting that the literal propaganda, as he described it, is poised to become canonized as a highly decorated film, which didn't happen anyway. It was that other movie. uh, What was it called? Everything, Everywhere and Stuff. And Stuff, yep. The action movie, which almost single-handedly recharged the dwindling film industry. After the stagnation, of course, caused by the... COVID-19 lockdowns. Uh, yeah. Movies that sucked. Too. It was it was nominated for six Academy Awards, including Best Best Picture. It's I was kind of amazed that it was even nominated, because usually really good, fun movies that we all enjoy yeah. like that are not Oscar worthy. It's just not that's not a film. That is not something that we would put in the Louvre. Um people enjoyed it far too much. It made far too much money. Uh, and uh, we we don't. Uh, I thought it was very gauche. This is not an art house flick. Yeah, we like those. Yeah, which everything everywhere and stuff. I I don't know if it is art filmy, but it sure sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, looks it and sounds it. Maybe I should watch it just for fun. Uh, but Aleem admitted that Maverick was a breath of fresh air to oh. see a dazzling live action aerial combat. It's a great movie involving real actors. And real planes. It was better than the original. It was, as, but it was as insidious as it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we all felt that way, uh-huh. right? But did you think it was better than Top Gun? The original? Yeah. Like this Maverick was better than Top Gun. Mm, I, yeah, I mean, pretty close. I really like the original. So uh, I think it's as good, at least. You liked it better? I did. Yeah. And I watched them pretty close together. Like within oh, a couple you did. weeks of yeah. Just to catch up. Because if you hadn't seen the first, you wouldn't understand any of the action in the second. Am I right? Uh, you would have been baffled. Like, what's going on here? I don't I mean, understand. A very important backstory, yes. <laughs> there really yeah. were. There really were. All right, we'll see you again tomorrow. Oh, Keith and uh, Hillary going to do overtime today because I'll be filling in for Stu on the Glenn Beck program. We'll see you tomorrow. Right back here. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.